I'm Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, your daily action guide to getting shit done. Today's episode is entitled, Don't Look There. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the content. In today's episode, I want to share with you why the odds of you looking towards one area of your life to create change is probably the exact wrong place to actually impact change. So over and over again, I get this incredible opportunity to speak with people, men, women, young, old, all walks of life. I can't say I'm necessarily a people pleaser like I used to be, but I'm someone that enjoys conversation. Bare minimum, I have nine hours a day of phone calls, Skypes, video chats, podcast interviews, sitting in the studio and recording podcasts. Like it's, it's almost endless. And in that, I get all this incredible information from so many impactful people. And what that does is it brings up this underlying current. This is more prevalent in the men that I speak to than the women, but nonetheless, it, it exists in both genders. You see, many of the people that I speak to are entrepreneurs. There's someone that own their own business. There's someone that are in the process of starting their own business. There's someone that aspires to have their own business. And every once in a while, this also can apply to people that work in a business, an entrepreneur, work for someone else. And in that, these people complain about my boss does this, that, the other. Or I just can't figure out this other stuff. Or if only the market would shift, then these things would happen. And we start talking in-depth business. Right? I mean, at the bane of most people's existence when it comes to a business, whether again, entrepreneur or entrepreneur, is the acquisition and accumulation of leads, which eventually turn into sales, which turn into money. When you lump all those together, that ends up being marketing, really. So people have questions about marketing. How do I get my message in front of the right people at the right time to get them to make a decision? And so we have the conversation. We start down this rabbit hole. Here's all the stuff you do. And most people, by the time I get 10 minutes into what they could be doing, I can just see their eyes gloss over. I can hear them lose their breath. I'm like, man, I don't want to do any of that stuff. Of course not. Like, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. There isn't some magic tip or trick to this. Sure, there's some things that make your marketing more efficient, and there's some ways to touch emotional heartstrings of people. There's all types of methodologies and mindsets that will make your marketing campaign successful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying what it is to do this effectively. But in that, almost 100% of the time, I bring up other parts of their life. So let's say I'm speaking to a hypothetical marketing director for a large company. And we market, 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 and we're 25, 30 minutes in the conversation. Hey, I got to ask you a question. Remove yourself from marketing for just a second. How do you feel right now? It's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, take, take a moment and be mindful of how you feel. How do you feel in your body? You have a lot of energy right now? You feel tense? How are your shoulders? How's your digestion been? How do you feel when you look in the mirror in the morning? And it, it pushes people back for a second. Well, why are you asking this? Well, be, because you asked me to, to talk to you about what you're doing. Let me talk to you about what you're doing. Answer the fucking question. And yes, there are plenty of times in my interviews or conversations where I end up being so direct that I cuss at somebody. That's just the way this works for me. And so in this, more than three-quarters of the time, the person that I'm speaking to, this imaginary marketing director, 
says, well, I'm out. I'm not going to the gym really. I don't really like the way that I look. I don't have much energy. Like halfway through the day, if I'm not drinking Red Bull or slamming coffee, I don't really get anywhere. And my diet, boy, don't get me started on my diet. I'm lucky if I squeeze in lunch and then dinners, you know, pizza, wings, burgers, whatever I can find on the way home. Okay, great, thanks. And then eventually we talk some more about marketing and then we start diving into, well, like I forgot to even ask, man, are you married? How's your relationship size of things going? Oh man, I mean, with how hard I'm working, I don't have time for a relationship. Like that'll come later. Like sure, I go out on the weekends and do what I can do and find find women here or there, but I don't have that that relationship. Man, I get it. I understand. What about your friendships? Do you have friends outside of work? Do you have people to communicate with? Well, no, not really. Oh, no big deal. Just curious. Back into marketing. We talk some more, we talk some more. Now the conversation 45 minutes an hour, right? I mean, that's just the way this goes. Then there's like the, the velvet hammer that comes down. Tell me about your, your spirituality. Do you ever just have a chance to clear your mind for a moment? Whether that's your meditation or talking to whoever you think God is. or Are you able to find calm in any moment, any place? Almost always get to laugh out of people. Well, no, you don't understand who I work for. I got pressure. I can't do that. Yeah, I get it. I understand. And this whole conversation that starts out about business and marketing, we look everywhere else, and there's no other part of someone's life that's actually firing the way they want it to. Then it becomes this massive surprise to them that they're not able to get their business to scale the way that they want it. And so the pressure point of fixing a business is great. Right, like we can create marketing campaigns. I can show you how to create one. I can help you automate one. We can talk about how to get videos to convert and retarding campaigns and email drip sequences. And I go down this whole freaking rabbit hole of marketing. But let's assume that marketing then picks up for just a moment. Let's assume that happens. Because it will. Do you actually feel any different? Do you feel more accomplished? Do you feel better in your own skin? Do you think that magically once this marketing campaign starts to convert, you're going to have more time to focus on your diet or your relationship or your spiritual connection? Do you think that's going to happen for you? Well, no, I never thought of it that way. Well, of course not. Why would you? No one's encouraged you to look that way. See, everybody that I speak to wants to talk about business. And again, especially men, business ends up being our metaphorical dick measuring contest. How successful is your business? Tell me what you do for a living. Go out to a bar. Man, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm, a, I'm a hedge fund manager for such and such firm. Oh, I just graduated with my law degree. I'm a doctor. Those are awesome, awesome professions. I'm incredibly impressed that you went to that much school and did that much stuff. Man, I'm, what about you? I'm, I just market some stuff every once in a while. Try to help people become better versions of themselves. And I can instantly almost always see like that look down their nose as they're looking at me. Like, oh, that's not a real profession. But as the night goes on or our time goes on together and we start really talking and just getting to know each other, you can see that what people are focused on 
is the area that they feel most comfortable in and where all the growth actually needs to happen is in the areas you don't feel comfortable in. Like it's certainly not easy to say like, yeah, I was a cheater for 11 years, maybe 12, maybe even 13 if I can count that high. When I say cheater, not, not like, oh, I cheated a couple times. Like I was a serial cheater. Yep, that actually happened. That's my story. And to see people just like, wait, what, what, why, why are you saying that out loud? I'm saying it out loud because it, it happened. I don't have to run from it. It doesn't mean I'm still a cheater. It doesn't mean I don't have a beautiful wife at home and a great daughter and all the things that go into my life now. Wouldn't you want that too, Mr. Doctor, Lawyer, whatever fancy profession you have? Wouldn't you want to feel better in your own skin? Wouldn't like it, It's crazy to me. We all look in these opposite directions, the directions that maybe society has forced us to say that's where we should go. Like, let's talk about business. My business is failing. I don't know what to do. Bullshit. Fix everything else. If your relationship is on fire and you feel great in your body and you have a spiritual connection, eventually you have the power and energy to fix your business. If you try to dedicate more time, energy, and effort into fixing your business, all that's going to happen is the rest of those three areas are going to fall to shit. Every time. Pouring more gas on a fire that's been put out by water does not make it burn hotter. It just covers the ground in gasoline. You have to stop pouring gas on a dead fire. Would it or would it not make more sense to go out and find a new campground? with new dry wood and maybe one of Elon Musk's flamethrowers and some tannerite and some cool shit to blow up and some gasoline. Go start your own fire. Go create again. Stop doing the same things that you saw your parents do or your friends do and expecting that your result is going to magically be something different. Focusing on business is the thing that needs fixed, in my personal opinion, is almost always the wrong thing to solely focus on. Yes, you must have a component of your life that's dedicated to business. You must make time for it. You must focus on it. Do not get me wrong. Do not twist these words that magically you can focus on the other three areas and business is just going to self-propel. It's just going to take care of itself. That won't happen either. But I had an episode that may or may not come out where I ended up having a difficult time with some of the stuff that Gary Vaynerchuk was doing. This is super polarizing. But in that, there's this hustle and go and do all these things. Like that's all you can do. That's all you should do is just spend your 20s just going as hard as you can. Work 20 hours a day. Sleep four. You can live your life when you're 30. And I agree to that to a small capacity. I believe you should work excessively hard in your 20s. I believe you should take risk and I believe you should put money aside when you can and I believe you should not worry about your 401k and IRA and all the stuff that financial advisors would tell you. I believe it's your time and space in life from 20 to 30 to take all the risk you can. But in that, you should also take a risk on yourself. Taking some time for you every day to work on your body. Taking some time to cultivate healthy relationships. Taking time to cultivate a healthy relationship with yourself with a higher power. Working 20 hours a day doesn't leave much space for additional purpose. 
It eventually leads to burnout for most people. Lack of fulfillment. Lack of enjoyment. And so while you're focused so much on business, because that's the litmus test of success, I'd ask you to consider what does success really mean to you right now? Sure, there's nothing wrong. I want a private jet and I want a nice car and I want incredible houses and I want to change the freaking world. And I will. But I don't know if I want that more than also having a phenomenal daughter that knows she can do anything she wants in the world and actually has the power and presence of mind to go out and do it. I don't think I want that private jet more than I want a a happy and communicative relationship with my wife that's filled with love, affection, intimacy. I don't think I want that Rolls Royce more than I want a connection to a higher or greater power or universal oneness. I don't want to change the world more than I want to ensure the fact that I'm around to view the world that I'm changing by taking care of my body. Like the idea of balance across these four quadrants of your life is not something that is unattainable. It's actually, to me, the way that you should be striving to live. And sure, for periods of time, you can dump more into one of these cups than the other. But what you can't do is pour in from an empty cup. So you have to have some sort of balance spread across all four parts. You can't just focus on the part that you think everybody else is comparing to. Because when you compare yourself to other people, you're going to lose every time. There's going to be some part of your life you can justify as worse than somebody else's when the only life you're living is yours. So stop worrying about it. And in that, you'll eventually start to live a better life. And think about your own life right now. Think about the three areas that I always implore you to think about. Think about your, your body and your relationships and your, your balance inside of your business. I think about that. Think about how everything you're doing is probably focused more on one than the other than instead of having some sort of time and space for all of them. For justifying the fact I'm too busy at work to take care of my body. Or I'm too busy taking care of my body to actually make good money. Or if I don't get home right after work, my wife gets mad, so I, I got I to gotta just take care of that. So I don't have time to go to the gym, and I really, I'm not making the money that I should. Those things don't work, my friend. Not long term. So quit looking towards the one area that is easiest and look towards the hard And when you do that for consistently enough, for long enough, day over day, you'll find that you're able to get shit done.